0: This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Nelly. Our guest this week is Ray Gasser, an Iowa farmer and president of the American Soybean Association. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by the Corn Farmers Coalition. Growing safe, abundant, and affordable food in a sustainable way. We'll hear from Ray Gasser after this from the Corn Farmers Coalition innovation, efficiency, and productivity. For America's family farmers, this is a reality born of commitment and necessity. Today, farmers can plant up to 43% of the nation's corn crop, an area bigger than New York State, in a single day, thanks to advances in machinery, management, and technology. Growing safe, abundant, and affordable food in a sustainable way is a great American success story. To learn more, go to www.cornfarmerscoalition.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. Our conversation this week is with American Soybean Association President Ray Gasser. We spoke by phone on the sidelines of his participation in the International Oilseed Producers Dialogue in Paris, France. Gasser says global oilseed producers are working to develop a united voice on environmental and sustainability issues to grow acceptance of genetically enhanced crops and modern production technologies. The meetings are meant to grow global opportunities for oilseed producers.
1: So we have actually two meetings here. One was the International Soy Growers Alliance, which is only the soybean industry, including the United States, Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, and Uruguay. And we met, you know, about issues to share common goals, to share needs. And, you know, it was a really successful meeting, uh, really focusing on on China uh, as a group effort. Uh, As as many of you know, we were there in late March as a a group of uh, soybean Producers, and and we're pretty successful there. And uh, we had a, another meeting this week and put a plan together to to have another joint trip uh, to China and to continue working on not only uh, on, not only the Chinese market for soybeans, but but several markets around the world, and uh, and and work on our consumer acceptance, our our. Uh, uh, our policies uh in 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 foreign countries and in our own countries to not only uh Share with consumers, you know, the farmers' value and the soybeans' value, and that we really are sustainable and care for the land and our, you know, our families and our communities. But, but to also uh, share with our countries and, and along with China and, and, and uh, the EU, uh, where we're at today, uh, that that uh, you know, we our farmers need and want to use these new technologies. We believe they are very sustainable, and we will help with, uh, you know, the food security not only for our families in our country but for everyone else around the world. Yeah, that is our message.
0: We we look at the science within what is in the US, approved by the USDA, the Food and Drug Administration and all regulatory agencies. And then we have the global accepted standard, but it seems as though over the past few years uh, outside of what is domestic and what is considered to be global, then you have the standards that are by the individual country or block of countries that have to be met before a product can be bought or sold.
1: Yep, yeah, that's absolutely correct. And, and those, you know, where as I say, we're not only focusing on our own countries, you know, the United States for us at ASA and USB and the United Soybean Export Council, but you know, uh, also uh, to to work uh, with with other countries like the EU and, and particularly China. Uh, and and our efforts will be uh, not only individually as individual countries, but also efforts uh, in communications uh, to these to China and to the EU about the about you know as a group and we think that's a really effective group because uh, we actually represent all of our countries represent 90% of the soybean exports in the world
0: Ray, when uh, when Richard Wilkins testified before the Senate Committee on Finance, he said we needed to establish an LLP or a low-level presence largely targeted at those countries who find just a trace, just a minuscule trace of an unapproved uh, trait, and then they block the whole shipload or they block all imports from a country. How important would this LLP be if you could establish that not just for soybeans but for other crops as, as well.
1: Sure, um, low level presence, you know, has is, is been an important topic for for us in, in the soybean industry for a long time. Not only for the United States but to our countries that we export our soybeans to. You know, uh, as as regulations uh, become slowed down and bogged down, if we had a low level presence policy in, in all of our countries, you know, we could we could deal with those. One or two kernels of of, uh, of uh, inadvertent grains that are in a shipload of soybeans that we send uh, around the world, uh, rather than having the whole load eject- rejected, if there was a policy for you know two or three or five percent tolerance, as there is in the organic industry, uh, you know we believe it would really improve trade and, and provide a lot more certainty, you know, for our exporters and for our importers at the same time. So uh, we continue to work hard and really encourage, you know, not only our government in the U.S., but governments around the world to consider uh, having a global low-level presence policy.
0: Do you feel like those countries have their own set of conditions that they have to satisfy not only their government, but also their population uh, and accepting of traits, or do you think it goes beyond that?
1: We are finding and hearing that, just like in the United States, you know, our consumers are... are, uh, um, Maybe being misinformed in some cases and really wanting to know in other cases, really wanting to know about, you know, their food and about the safety of their food and the quality of their food and has it grown sustainably. And, uh, we are aware of all those issues and, and as, as, you know, ASA and United Soybean Board and USEC, uh, we're, uh, we're working diligently to, uh, help educate Our consumers and and internationally, with our fellow soybean farmers in particular and our oilseeds producers, uh, uh, friends uh, in particular, we're, we're having, we're working together, uh, to have joint messages, uh, for our, for our markets around the world to share with them, you know, that we have the quality product, that it's safe to use and that. These new traits uh, provide the certainty that they need and want to feed their citizens and our friends around the world.
0: Do you find, as a soybean grower in in the U.S. and meeting with other soybean growers and oilseed producers, do you have a similar mindset with regard of biotechnology and a definition of sustainability? or even is there a difference between countries and producers?
1: Um, in general, uh, in general, the, the farmers uh, who we meet around the world are, are very supportive of biotechnology and realize the value and the need of those tools to help them to to meet the, the demand that's out there. We see nothing but growing demand with a growing population. So, uh, you know, uh, we believe, and, you know, as farmers and, and you know, nearly everyone that I talk, to as a farmer is very supportive of biotechnology and and sees the need for biotechnology and also sees the need to to improve the the regulatory process and improve the image of agriculture in general to our consumers so they feel safe and that they feel certain about their food supply uh it you know uh you know as a farmer i just have always thought and my friends uh, as I share with them, they always thought that, you know, it's our role and our responsibility and our purpose in life to feed people. So so we're very interested in, in uh, taking care of the land, taking care of the families and feeding people.
0: Is biotechnology a part of the equation towards sustainability?
1: We believe that biotechnology is a major part of the equation towards sustainability. It allows us to farm with less pesticides. It allows us to farm in uh, more environmentally friendly ways using more no-till and less tillage and and less harsh herbicides uh, you know as we uh, as we uh, use use less tillage and, and conserve the the residue on the soil and and really it, it also helps with the impact of what we all discussed today was was the extreme weather events not not only in the United States but as we talked to our friends in, in Brazil and Argentina and and here in Europe and in Canada everyone is talking talking. Talking about extreme weather and how are they going to deal with that? And what the ways to deal with that is to, uh, you know, leave that residue on the soil for those excessive rains we have, and and that residue also helps heal the soil from the hot sunny weather that uh, we also inevitably have. So, you know, uh, we believe that uh, biotechnology and technology in general is the only answer to feeding the, the growing population that we have in the world.
0: Can the oilseed producers globally come to an agreement that you can use to negotiate with end users like china with the european union and with others who are in need of your product
1: well as a matter of fact uh, the soybean growers the international soybean growers alliance have is in the process of developing that that very message and uh, we are delivering that that very message um somewhat tentatively right now but uh you know as we uh Finalize the agreement. We will be able be able to be much more uh, uh, much more telling, you know, in our approach. And, and I, maybe telling isn't the right word. Much more um, uh, progressive and, and in our approach to to our uh, to our importers, those who use our products, and sharing with them that you know we believe that is in not only our best interest, but it's really in the importer's best interest to improve the process and. It'll be, it'll be a single message from basically all the soybean industry in the world.
0: Can a united voice help? Powerful. To, uh, can, can a united voice like that, do you believe, help to change the importer attitude?
1: We believe that it really will you know as we uh shared a a a similar message uh when we were when all the soybean growers were in China uh, back in late March uh you know we had, we got their attention and uh you know they um, you know the message that we got from our Chinese friends and our Chinese partners is that. You know, in general, they support biotechnology. They support in increased trade. Uh, they plan to to source most of their soybeans from our countries. You know, and rather than growing their own, so it's 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 important to not only us, but it's in, important to our to our uh, customers um, that they have a certain supply. And and, I, and our message to them, and their understanding, I believe is that without biotechnology and without innovations and without the, you know, the information that we gather from, from the, by you know, the big data and the and the technology that we have in our equipment, we just uh, we will just struggle to uh, to meet the food needs for for their citizens and ours. well,
0: ray, i'm I'm encouraged to see so much effort that's being done uh, by you and other growers around the globe to come together to talk about the commonality of what you agree on. But also note from uh, last month, that the American Soybean Association is the first farmer-led organization to have joined the Precision Ag Institute. How does what you're talking about there in Paris, how does what you're talking about there relate back to what you're doing here in the U.S.?
1: Well, it, it does relate uh, what we've talked about here with our, you know, within ourselves and within our, within our farming uh, friends and family from around the world. You know, it, it's not only biotechnology, but it's increased genetics and it's improved management and and equipment that that helps us to increase yields and and maintain the soil and and take care of the land in a in a, in a in it as best manner as we can and, and the technology that we have in our equipment, the data that we collect will give us the information that we need. We need to make good and right decisions, uh, for the next steps and the next varieties and the next, uh, methods that we use in agriculture. You know, with, uh, the new technologies that we have in our equipment today, you know, we can get instant results. We can do, uh, many, many tests on our farm that weren't we weren't able to do you know even 10 years ago uh so we can uh we can tailor our the way we farm the varieties that we use to our individual farms and we believe that is that's another important tool that we'll need to to be successful uh, in feeding everyone.
0: Well, Ray, we wish you much success in working with other growers and with industry while you're there in Paris.
1: Thank you a lot. And I uh, really appreciate getting to tell the story. And, you know, as I said, I've, I've been very encouraged by the meetings that we have with our, there are competitors around the world, but they're also our partners in feeding people. And, and we all, all of our groups realize that, that we need each other and we have the same needs and we have the same wants. And we have the same concerns about uh, safely feeding people and and making sure that our consumers uh, really understand agriculture better and alleviating some of the fear that 's out there about what we do and why
0: we do it our thanks to this week's guest iowa soybean farmer and president of the american soybean association ray gasser agripulse open mic is brought to you by the corn farmers coalition growing safe abundant and affordable food in a sustainable way to learn more visit www.cornfarmerscoalition.org for agripulse i'm jeff Nally.